Dong. That'll do, won't it? I don't know, just Tom with his dong. Yeah? Just one yeah. dong. Just, just one dong. Single dong. The up. news of one. The news at dong. Yeah. I've still got my headphones in. I'm going to take them out. All right, fair enough. They're out. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the membership Brains Podcast. All right, how are you doing? I'm good, yeah, how are you doing? I was, talking to, I was talking to them. Oh. You all right? Reply now. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. It's a bit disgusting what you've been up to, isn't it? Yeah. How, how are they, by the way? Are they, they still with that person? That's a shame. Well, yeah. you know, they're their mistakes to make, aren't you? You can't. That's the problem, isn't it? You've got to let them do it and then just be there afterwards, I guess. No, you're right. It is sad. <laughs> anyway, we've got a podcast. To do, so <laughs> yeah, so I'm just stop talking. Yeah, yeah. It's our time to talk. Fucking always. <laughs> always talking about themselves, aren't they? Um, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome to the Memory 2 Breakfast. I've said it already, haven't I? Say it again. Okay, so again, just get that name out there. Nail the brand. Yeah, that's, that's the first thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm Rob Saunders and uh, I'm Tom Barrow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, last the last episode was good, wasn't it? We yeah, really about, good. Yeah, yeah. About films, it was about double the length of a normal podcast we do. But, yeah, I think yeah. that was all right though. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've I count some... myself as a listener as well as <laughs> yeah. I got some nice feedback. People said it was good. Oh, so it's good. Yeah, we will definitely do another top five list. I think. Yeah, definitely. I think. Yeah, we're gonna do one today. I've not written one. I haven't written one either. No, so we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about something else today, and we'll do okay. one next week if, if you're lucky. Cool. Yeah. What have you been doing nerd-wise, Rob? Um, probably the same thing you've been doing nerd-wise, <laughs> which is painting lots of cool toy soldiers and stuff. Yep. Yeah. I've just finished painting up my Frostgrave Wizard and Apprentice. Yeah, they look good. You showed me them the other day. I'm really happy with the way they've come out. Yeah, I look forward to having them mercilessly slain in battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, Frostgrave is great fun. You've not played it yet, have you? No, not yet. I'm no. Looking, I've got my army list worked out and I've got my spell list worked out, so I'm, awesome. I'm ready for a game. But, yeah, Frostgrave um, is great fun. Also, we spoke about it a few times when we were yeah. here before. Um, yeah, well, I've, yeah, I, I want to get a campaign going because I know a few people are... We've got like frost grave miniatures and they have the rules and stuff. We should get like a little campaign going. Yeah, man. It seems like the, f- the fun in it is playing it like that. Yeah, like playing it like a one off game is good. Like yeah. it's a really good game, but the, the fun of it is like you're building up your spells and like, you know, the story of it. It's like a bit more like a role playing game and a miniatures game combined. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It kind of it, it, um, it, it lit up the same. LEDs is my D and D playing. Yeah, like in that respect of sort of statistics and balancing it, it feels like a sort of sending one D and D party out against another. Really, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, mm. it's got that sort of vibe. What you were saying, you're like D and D group, your regular D and D group aren't mm-hmm. really into strategy games. Do you reckon they'd be into Frostgrave? I don't know. I tried showing it to them, but I just yeah. don't. I think they're more into the role play side of it. Yeah, which you know yeah. you don't get from war games and skirmish. No, nah, not really. I suppose you can can play yeah. a bit of role play, but. I like a bit of both. But not, I'm, yeah. I'm not one of those people who sort of puts on a voice. And, no, that's know. it. I think a lot, a lot of people put off by role playing because of that, aren't yeah. they? They, um, they sort of think that's what you do. You're acting. You wear a costume, and you sort of you do all that stuff. Which, yeah. if that's how you want to play role playing games, fair enough. But like, it's not always that. I think it's always a bit weird if you play in a group where one person sort of is really into it like that, and yeah. it sort of throws the balance off. But I think if you're all on the same wavelength, and just say. My character says this. And, yeah. I don't mind speaking as my character. Yeah, but I think but I'm, like, I'm probably. I like that thing of like trying to think as your character would think and know oh, what yeah. your character knows. But I'm not, you know. I'm speaking. I'm always speaking in my character's voice, but they just seem to have a really Essex accent. All my characters. Like, just, <laughs> well, you're speaking in your character's. Yeah, voice exactly. Now, yeah, right? I don't yeah, normally yeah. speak like this. This is uh, my my dwarf fighter. That's how he speaks. <laughs> what's so. your dwarf? What's your common dwarf name? Warwick. Isn't <laughs> Warwick Summerisle. Warwick Summerisle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good dwarf name. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? You know yeah. where the name Summerall comes from? Uh, the Isles of Summer. Yeah, that's it. No, it's the name of the island in uh, The Wicker Man. Is it really? Yeah. Of course it is, yeah. 
Good move. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, I've been well, I've been painting uh, toy soldiers as well. I've been doing my uh, Dead Zone Forge Farmers, or basically like Space Dwarves. There's one there that you're looking at. Tom. We have them in front of us, don't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah they are looking pretty good, man. They're very good. Yeah, I've, uh, they're like just sort of space do space dwarves in like heavy armor. They're very good with big machine guns and flamethrowers and stuff. So you know, pretty cool. They are looking because what I've got my enforcers out on the table, and they are your forge fathers are considerably better than my enforcers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've been painting for longer. That's it. Yeah, these were like the first things I painted when I got back into painting. Yeah, yeah, they look good though. Yeah, they're good. Look, have a look. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, so it's good. Just held it up to the task hand, man. Um, I'm sure they could hear the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> The badly painted layers of white. <laughs> you did choose the hardest colour to... Yeah, I didn't know that. White and yellow as well, which are the two yeah. hardest colours to paint with. But... Why is that? Because they're pale. I think it's because yeah, because they're pale and you need quite a few layers. Because like, what colour do you prime it in? Grey. Grey, alright, yeah. Grey, yeah. That's alright. But, but going over a darker colour with a lighter colour, you're going to have to have a few layers yeah. in there. Yeah. I feel like I've sort of nailed it. I did the guy carrying an incinerator flamethrower. Yeah. I feel like I've got him right. But now my early guys are mm. looking pretty shabby in comparison. But the other problem with the Mantic stuff is it's plastic, so it would be hard to strip them. Is that No, right? it depends on the sort of plastic. It's, um, it's getting very nerdy now. <laughs> So if you want to jump in straight, straight just, into just, the deep end just for my benefit tell me yeah. how to strip an enforcer and then we'll... <laughs> Four. Um, like well it depends if it's if it's the hard plastic it'll be fine but if it's that weird resin plastic mm. that they make it will probably if you strip it in detail it'll probably go a bit melting Fuck it up a bit probably yeah. idea. I think I think most of mine are fine, start smack guys. they're all yeah, right they I mean good. they you they know it doesn't bad. affect the way I play them so yeah. you know that's the main thing isn't it? should we explain what Dead Zone is to, Let's do it. there's probably people listening to this having no idea what we're talking about how can you play a Stephen King book Rob explain <laughs> it to me because that's what you always get when you look it up on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, there's a Stephen King. Yeah, there's a film of it as well, isn't it? The Dead Zone. With uh, James Woods, I believe. Is it James Woods? I thought it was Christopher... No, I'm thinking of... Is it Christopher Walken or James Woods? It could be both. I Have a look on IMDb, come on. I shall do it now. La, 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 but la, this game la, has la, nothing la, to do with IMDb IMDb, knowing all the things about films we don't know, looking up on <laughs> the internet. <laughs> it was. Ironically, I searched Dead Zone, the first thing that comes up is uh, Mantic's game. <laughs> oh, right, right, there we go. It was Christopher Walken. There we go. Dead Zone. I win. You do win. I was thinking of. Uh, Dark Half? No, what's the one where the. The th- as the things and like he gets into the telly sort Videodrome of Videodrome that's what I'm yeah. that's James Woods isn't it yeah James Woods had sex with a TV doesn't he in that or something to that effect <laughs> he has sex sort of it's David Cronenberg so everyone's having sex with something yeah James Woods just has sex just, with everything yeah he pulls James. a gun out of his stomach Debbie Harry's in it having she's in the with nick. A gun. does he have sex with Debbie Harry I think he might do probably oh he definitely does yeah he definitely cool. does yeah I will be looking that film up. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm such a pervert. <laughs> such a horrendous, colossal pervert. Anyway, Dead Zone um, <laughs> is it's nothing to do with the film Dead Zone. Uh, it's a uh, like well, it's a sort of a cross between a miniatures game and a board game, isn't it? Mm. Um, where it's like a sci-fi sort of skirmish uh, miniatures game uh, where you have like space dwarves fighting space orcs and. Space elves. <laughs> space is the key thing. Yeah, isn't it? it's yeah, all set yeah. in space. You can't have something if it's not applicable to space. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just come out with a second edition of it, 
Indeed. Which we've played how many games of now? Like probably that we we just played one. played our seventh game. I think. That was probably seventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is quite a few for a game that's been out for about a month. Yep. So <laughs> and, uh, unusually for me, I seem to be on a winning streak. I think I've probably won more out of those seven. You probably games. have actually. Yeah. yeah. Which is I'm I'm uncomfortable with that because it means I'm due for a big loss. I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll <laughs> have a game after this and I'll wipe, yeah. wipe the floor with you. Um, it's no, but it's a great game, and it. What do you? Because yeah. you're not so like you've only recently got into like more miniatures and stuff, as yeah. you said, or back into it. Um, how do you find it as a game like for like maybe someone new to miniatures and stuff? I think it's really. Um, because we should say as well, this is the second edition, isn't the it? The second edition. So I yeah. first played the first edition, mm-hmm. and then I've recently we've been playing a lot more of the second edition. But what they seem to have done quite nicely is they take the elements that I was interested in in war games, with like your army lists and your miniatures, and you paint them up. But then they make it, as you were saying, like more of a board game. So yeah. you don't have to have a tape measure out. Yeah. Um, the boards are divided into cubes, and that's how you, you do your range and your mm-hmm. movement and all that kind of stuff. It just sort of simplifies all yeah. of that, like. Whereas if you compare it to something like Frostgrave or Bolt Action, there's a little bit more going on there that makes yeah. it a little bit harder to jump into. With this, I feel like the first game we played of it, I could get a grip on what was going on without having oh, yeah. to have like a lot of extra knowledge, you know? Yeah, like it is very like it's simple, but it's still really tactical. It hasn't, oh, gotcha! It's like you, you play a game of it in like an hour, mm. and it doesn't feel like you've played half a game or anything. You've played a full like a tactical game with lots of cool stuff happening in it very cinematic stuff you know oh yeah it's just a, yeah a lot of fun um i'd like to play, like show it to someone who's never played a miniatures game i think uh, i think it would be a good introduction yeah you know because i think i think maybe miniatures games are the last taboo in geekery i, I think maybe live action role playing well yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've, I've never done live action role playing. Caroline, my girlfriend, Caroline was asking me if I'd want to do it. Yeah. Because apparently there's a group, that, quite a big group with a name that I've forgotten. And oh. it's something like Empire or something like that, where it's a sort of regular meeting, huge, huge laughing mm-hmm. community. Um, I'd, Would you do it? I'd be quite happy to do it. I well, think. You, yeah. you do actings and stuff, don't you? Or did well, anyway? I did, yeah. yeah so <laughs> would you like... Uh, would you get really into it? Would you proper like method it? I don't. I don't think I would method it, but yeah. I think it could be a lot of fun. Like, um, I imagine it is quite fun larping. I'd, I'd feel too self-conscious though. I... But I think the thing is, if everybody's doing it, you're fine. If there's one guy there who's sort of like, or girl there who's sort of taking the piss <laughs> out of it, or you feel like you're into it more than others, then it would become really uncomfortable. But everybody, yeah. if everybody's sort of buying into it, I think it might be really good fun. When I was an actor. Or like pretending to be one properly. I went. So you were the, acting. I was acting. I was an actor. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they weren't buying it. My, <laughs> me- my method wasn't good enough. But I, I went. I spent a bit of time at the place where they train actors. Yeah. The old drama school. The old drama school. Cunt factory. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfair. Not all of them are cunts. Just like ninety percent of them. But, <laughs> but they did this thing called the Living History Project. All right, yeah. sort of really quite narrows down which drama school I went to, if you know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> but in that, like, you spend two weeks in the end of your first year, yeah, um, pretending to be someone else, and like it's in the get in it's East Fifteen. They in like the grounds <laughs> of the school because it's like this old sort of farmhousey place. They sort of basically turn it into this historical setting for two weeks, yeah. and everyone has like a job and a character. And we yeah. were doing uh, 
the Dublin Uprising in like Ireland. Oh God! And yeah, yeah. Um, like at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, this is so much fun, and like you do get into it when everybody there is like acting this thing out. It was really good fun. Looking back on it, I just wish it had been a fantastical setting rather than like being hugely disrespectful <laughs> yeah, yeah. to actual people that died. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, having done that, I can see why LARPing would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I imagine it is. I mean, people wouldn't do it if it wasn't, right? Like, no, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just don't really know how it works. I've never really looked into anything how it sort of... Yeah. The only thing I know is that if you're a spellcaster and yeah. you cast a spell, you have, it's bird seed, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, so like if you're doing like fireball, you throw bird seed out and go fireball and then the other person <laughs> has to react as if you See, hit them with a fireball. Instantly, I couldn't do that. No. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't... It worries me. <laughs> worries me? Well, because like I would play a fighterist. Yeah. So I'd have, I'd have my swords. Yeah. And what do I do? Do I like run up to someone and, and just them. like just belt them with my <laughs> my long sword, or do I go? Do I just tap them with it and then oh, I yeah. go, "Ah, oh, you're dead." And you they go, "I'm not dead. I've got armor on. Yeah, like, oh. that's, that's a t-shirt. No, it's armor." And then you know, how do you get around that? But yeah. that's why I prefer to keep my fantastical, fantastical battles down into a, min- a miniatures level. Yeah. 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 We got really straight off the topic of Dead Zone, didn't we? That's we right. did, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, well, Man- Mantic Games is the company that make Dead Zone are quite an interesting company, really. They're quite, yeah. uh, they do good stuff. They also make a game called Dreadball, which is set in the same universe as, as Dead Zone, but it's mm. like a sports game. Like if you ever played the game Speedball Two, it's uh, okay. similar to that, where it's like fast-paced sort of sci-fi sports. It's really good. Um, they do a mass fantasy battle game called Kings of War, which I think I've spoke about on here before. Um, which is, excuse me, like they're basically their Warhammer, really. Yeah. Um, and they do a Mars Attacks miniatures game. They're doing the Walking Dead miniatures game. That's coming yeah, out we've soon. definitely spoken about that. Yeah. And they, I think, they started just making like affordable fantasy miniatures. So they do a set of elves and a set of dwarves and stuff and a set of orcs. Which is good because so it can cost quite a lot of money. Yeah, it can be. Especially yeah. for certain, like, certain companies, they're like, very expensive yeah but they made it where I mean they weren't they still like cost money and it's not like yeah, yeah it's still like but it's just you kind of like a bit more affordable and yeah, yeah. I've always they, felt like Mantic were affordable yeah definitely they've, they've I think they've come on like like leaps and bounds really yeah. the stuff they're doing now with uh, the miniatures and their games mainly their games really like uh, the second edition of Dead uh, Dreadball has just been announced as well so they're redoing that They've just redone uh, Dead Zone, which is like they've, as you can tell, we enjoy it quite a lot. Yeah, it, I, th- I think it's brilliant. Like it's if, very if, good. if you think of it as a board game, um, it's one of it's one of my favourite board games. Yeah, um, I don't have a lot to say in terms of like skirmish games and war games because it's the only one I've really, really played. played yeah. it, I really like it. It is it's probably one of my favourite sort of skirmish games because it has that board game element where it is it's very easy to play and you yeah. can play it in an hour you know you could come over after work or whatever and we play three games of it in yeah, the evening you just yeah. dive into it whereas you? most like miniatures games you spend most of the day playing a game really yeah. yeah that's changing a lot now like games have become of all genres really have been stripped down into um, like something playable in like a like an hour or so really I think it's a good way for them to go because I do value that you know if I can have a really good game of something that doesn't yeah. take more than like 15 minutes that's better because then I can play more. Yeah, know, something like, like, like we spoke about micro games only before, but other sort of games like what was the one you've been playing? You've been playing a few micro games, haven't you? Uh, I, I wouldn't say necessarily micro games, but mini like yeah. smaller games yeah. like yeah. Um, 
See, yeah, I mean, me and my girlfriend, we used to play a lot of things like Flux or Love Letter. Yeah, right, yeah Love Letter's a micro game. Yeah, oh, is it? That, yeah, that yeah. Be, I guess it would do. Yeah, it's only 16 yeah. cards, isn't yeah. it? So, Love Letter Coup, we really enjoy that. Coup, yeah, Coup's really good as one. Yeah. Uh, a lot more fun when you're drunk, though, we discovered. Oh, I uh, can imagine, yeah. yeah. Um, but recently, uh, Splendour sort of took that. Oh, yeah, Splendour's good fun, yeah. I wouldn't know if that's a mini game, but it is a quick no, it's, game. No, yeah, it's very know? quick, yeah. Um, and then at the weekend, we picked up Hive as well, which is. Hive's one of my favourites, yeah, like an abstract fantastic. strategy game. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really good. Um, it's sort of like a, a streamlined chess, isn't it? You have these, like, yeah. like hexa- 11 hexagonal chess. Chess about the board. Exactly, yeah. 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 And they can, they can move in different ways, and your object is to surround the, the other Queen players, B, Queen yeah. B, yeah. But that, that's brilliant. Yeah, really, really yeah, good. Yeah, amazing game. game. Yeah, mm. I like playing that. Um, yeah. Um, well, I'm not saying now. Yeah, but I, I, I do quite like um, a big, heavy game as well sometimes. Yeah. Like recently, I went to my friend Andrew's house and we played a game called Pax Romana, which is like a uh, like a civilization building, ancient war game sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, we played it for nine and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> and we did four, ter- four turns. Bloody hell. And the game lasts ten turns for the full game. Other... Because nine and a half hours to do four. That's ridiculous. Yes, yeah. it was good. It was a lot of fun. I bet it was. Yeah, but it was. It, we were saying it was only sort of bearable because we went in with that mindset, knowing this game's going to take for ages. We probably won't finish it. Yeah, we'll stay at Andrew's house. Like you know, we'll get there early, play all day, <laughs> go to sleep. Like yeah, that is awesome. I mean, I've I've never played a board game for nine hours, but I've done D and D sessions. Yeah, that probably nudged that you know oh definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's so I find it's so easy to do that with like D&D and stuff oh yeah uh, because it does it just saps time away like that you'll be playing and you'll think you've played for like two hours and you've played for like six hours oh it's <laughs> yeah. so easily done yeah. when, when you once you're in it you don't want to stop no, exactly, you, know, yeah. you want to just keep going yeah um, I think the longest board game I've played is again one I've mentioned quite a lot but that War of the Ring War of the Ring yeah because yeah, that even setting that up yeah. probably the better part yeah I mean minutes. when we got to Andrew's house he'd already set it up but it looked like it took a long yeah. time to set up, yeah. as well as like get playing but yeah I think those like you know those sort of uh, chip counter sort of hex counter games and stuff um, it, it, I've, got, I've got time for them but yeah. I, you know you can't play them all the time because no. it just takes so long um, I think that's why you need to have a good well stocked games cabinet don't you like, yeah that's little, it little yeah. tiny ones you can spaff out in like <laughs> half an hour but then if you want to spend a whole day doing it yeah exactly yeah sometimes it's nice to get together and play one big game yeah yeah they do uh, Pax Romana I'd not heard of that before though but like the bigger long form board games that I've, I'm aware of they mm. do seem to be more sort of two player games like, yeah um, I've re- I'm really keen on trying Twilight Struggle yeah well that's a similar sort of it's about the Cold War yeah. Twilight Struggle yeah. yeah similar sort of thing where it's like a that's a war game really you know it's a, yeah where it, yeah, I think it might have been made by the same company, GMT, I think. Uh, possibly, yeah. possibly. Um, I'm sure Andrew's listening to this now, shouting. <laughs> like, you fools! <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've never played that. Um, but it looks quite fun. Well, not fun. But like, it's about this, you know, it follows that, from what I've heard, it follows the history of that quite closely and like, yeah. the intrigue in it is quite good. Like, you can lose, you can win by forcing the your opponent to start a nuclear war and stuff oh, like right, that. Yeah, yeah. The the victory point system is really good. Like it starts in the middle, um, and then it goes from zero to a hundred from the middle. So if I gain three victory points, I'll yeah. go up three. But if you gain three, it goes back goes to down. zero. So like dreadball, that's how the oh, system is. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
which I guess could make the game last overly long. Yeah. But in a game like Twilight Struggle, you probably want a system like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I have to, I'm definitely one of the ones I want to play. It's yeah, I've never played. I've not played many like of those sort of no. war games. I've played one, which is sort of um, it's called Combat Commander because of uh, Andrew. I know. Oh, okay. He um, and that is like sort of one of the old Avalon. It's not an Avalon Hill, but it's in the style of an old Avalon Hill game, like a uh, squad leader, mm-hmm. but stripped down into something you can play in like a couple of hours. Okay. And it, it was brilliant. One of the best games I've ever played. It was a lot of fun. Wow. Yeah, really good. Um, that's all based on cards. You don't use dice, so it's all a card like card system. You know? Yeah, really good. Yeah, it's a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of cards, yeah, we've gone off Mantic games. A we have bit. a bit. We'll yeah. get back to it. Yeah. Talking of cards, I recently watched that um, Enter the Battlefield. Oh, the documentary the Magic- about Magic the yeah, Gathering. Yeah, you've yeah. seen that. I have. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting watch. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it kind of made me have more of a respect for the game than I had um, not play it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but like. Isn't it strange that that is a worldwide industry now? And like the tournaments, they're world tournaments. They're yeah. huge. You know, yeah, that's absolutely crazy. huge. Yeah. yeah it is interesting that like a game like that is almost like a sport to some people. I well, know. it's treated in the same way, isn't it? It's yeah. absolutely treated in the same way as a sport, you know? Yeah, it is. It's a good documentary, definitely. Very yeah. good documentary, yeah. I mean, I've recommended it on here before, but yeah, yeah go and watch it. Go and watch it again. I've seen it now and I recommend it too. <laughs> Double recommendation. Um, yeah, um, Mantic Games. What else have you played? Any other Mantic Games? You played I've, Dreadball. Right? I've played Dreadball. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they're the only two I've played. Um, yeah. Or uh, is Dungeon Saga? Oh yeah, Dungeon Saga. Yeah, I've played yeah, that. Dungeon Saga yeah, is yeah. great. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Mantic's like dungeon crawl sort of game. It's like their sort of like hero quest or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah that's brilliant. I did the Kickstarter for that. That's like uh, I've done two Kickstarters before, like Pledge or two two, and it was both yeah. Mantic ones. It was that one and the Kings of War second edition. So, uh, well, that's what I was going to say about Mantic. They really, they've really taken to Kickstarter. Yeah, they have. Yeah, a lot of people sort of. I, I think Kickstarter is brilliant, mm. and one thing is really good. But a lot of people say that when a company gets to a certain size, they should stop doing it. I, I don't think. First of all, I don't think Mantic are as big as no. what people think. I think the only reason they've got really good products is because of Kickstarter. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. But also, I think. Well, why? I don't understand why a company wouldn't use Kickstarter because it seems to get rid of a lot of risk, doesn't it? I mean, I'm not saying there aren't risks, and there definitely are risks, but yeah. it seems to like take out a lot of them. I mean, I understand that argument, and if yeah. Sony said, okay, we're going to kickstart the PlayStation 5, yeah, okay. then yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe, but I don't, I personally have not seen anybody on Kickstarter treating it like that no. at the moment. Like, I guess you could argue that maybe the, the um, Dark Souls board game that just got funded... Yeah, because that was a big, a big franchise anyway. Yeah, but it was made by it. quite a small company, exactly. Steamforge Games, yeah, yeah. who do Guild Ball, so yeah. quite a new company. Yeah. So again, like, there's justification there for them doing that, and yeah. if it's a choice between something not existing or taking pre-orders, exactly. then I will go for pre-orders yeah. every time. You know. Oh, definitely. Well, Mantic, Mantic Games um, said about Dreadball that when you know their first initial plan was to have the main game the two teams in plastic and then like three or four other teams in metal and that would have taken a few years but yeah. because of the Kickstarter I think they have 12 different teams now all in plastic maybe more than that it might be like 20 ridiculous amounts of teams yeah. loads of stuff for it and it's just a, like you know it's got a big community and loads yeah. of stuff to do with the game and that, that is there because of Kickstarter because of Kickstarter and yeah. the same with Dread, uh, Dead Zone and Dungeon Saga like I yeah. was talking about um, 
Well, I, I'm a big fan of White Wizard games as well, and all all of their, their those things have been kicked. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah, the, um, Star Realms was a Kickstarter, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Epic. I've not played Epic yet, but that was one. Epic's all right. It's not as good as Star Realms, but I'm excited about Hero Realms, which is the one that's promising to be a mix of the two. So yeah, it's oh. like the fantasy equivalent of Star Realms. Yeah, it? and it does, yeah, it does look really good, really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for that damn exchange rate. Yeah, that's something that's putting me <laughs> off at the moment. Get going involved with the Kickstarter. Yeah. The weak pound. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, let's, let's not get into all that. <laughs> um, um, we've spoken about uh, Dead Zone and we're talking about um, Frostgrave and it's like campaign system. Yeah. Dead Zone has a similar thing where you have your team and you build up experience and you level up and you get extra abilities. Um, how? Well, I think we should do a a, yeah. a campaign, and we should have a little update on some of the podcasts. I'm definitely up for yeah. that. I'm really excited about the idea that you can level up your team in the same way you would in like a, a role playing game, yeah. or um, or like a computer game. You can, yeah, you can build on that, you know. And I think that's an element that is going to make it even better because at the moment, all we've been doing for these seven games is playing playing like the base level, yeah, um, scenario. You know, where I'm yeah, one yeah. side of the board, you're another. There's points on the board that are worth victory points. We either have to control them or kill the other player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that, that's all we've been doing. And that in itself is, is really good fun. Yeah, and it's, I mean, like we've played quite a few games of it and they've all, every one of them has been different. A- absolutely. And, and that's something that this yeah. game delivers that a lot of games promise. Like, because you can, yeah. it's this modular, you have this modular scenery that you can arrange however you want. Um, and then the decisions you make in that game just completely change it. So it's every yeah. time you play it, you are in a different yeah, no, it is brilliant. Yeah. I think especially if people coming in from a board game angle who are used to I mean board games are quite uh they normally sort of have one way of playing really. Yeah. And uh yeah, like especially if it's more of a war war game, I guess, maybe like a war like a strategy board game, sorry. You have a like it's quite strict, isn't it, really? Yeah. It's like, you know, chess for example, there is one scenario. Yeah. You've got to take the king. Um so if like coming in from a board game angle being able to play a game that's different every time must be just like yeah, just brilliant. Just, yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, like, what other board game would we have played seven times in a row? Like, yeah, it's true. in that time, we've not. It's not like we've played other games. Is yeah, it? yeah, we've, that's we've it. We've just yeah. been playing this. Yeah. And it's not even a new game. It's just an update on a, <laughs> an update, an update on a game that's been out for there. a couple yeah. of years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is uh, totally on a unrelated, well, sort of, sort of related. I just got a message from Andrew who we've been talking about. Yeah. And he says. I was jonesing for my man with two brains dose today, man. Was one recorded? <laughs> wow. We're, we're, we're recording you one right now. definitely leave that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am going to leave that in. I'm going to text him, him now. Ask saying, him if he wants to add anything. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say, we're recording yeah. one now. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> While Rob's doing that, I'll just... Um, yeah. I don't know what I'll do. I'll, maybe I'll just... Uh, I will talk longingly into your ears um, and just sort of say, I hope you're all right. Um, I know it's been shit over the last two weeks, <laughs> but you know what? There's still games in the it's world. Games, yeah. yeah. The world gone mad. There's always still board games. There's always yeah. twist soldiers and role yeah. playing games and so, crappy horror movies. Why not take this chance to escape into a world of fantasy where <laughs> <laughs> you can be whoever you want to be? Yeah. I've just uh, text Andrew saying we are recording one now. Anything you'd like to add? Oh, this is going to be fun. It'll be good, it? so we'll see if he replies. So what, what, what were we talking about before? Andrew rudely interrupted. That's right, Andrew. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> we uh, were talking about uh, Mantic, weren't we? Obviously, yeah, oh, we weren't. We were, yeah, we were, weren't we? Yeah, on and off, all, on and off, all, all Dungeon all Saga. Day. I sort of went on a massive uh, Dungeon Marvel. Saga. Yes, Dungeon Saga Saga is very cool. I like yeah. that a lot. Again, yeah. that's similar to where it is very much a board game. Yeah, but it's um, uh, it's uh, got a good um, like. Again, like this, where it's there's loads of different scenarios and yep. loads of different things, ways you can play it, and you've got loads of different heroes. It's, it's just a lot of fun. It's a board game in the same model of the D and D board games. Yeah, you know where you have this. this well, it's a dungeon crawl. Dungeon isn't it? crawl, yeah. and yeah, you have. I felt like it was much better than the D and D games because I do. I like. I've got Castle Ravenloft, and I do like that. But um, I feel like it is very much trying to shoehorn D and D into a board game, which is obviously yeah, what it is. It is but it's yeah. like they've not really made much allowance for the fact that it is a board game yeah, yeah. Um, but you know it's, it's, it's fun enough but I think uh, Dungeon Saga really took that idea and ran with it you know I've not played much of it I just played a couple of games with you but I did really enjoy it yeah I've not played as much of it as I'd liked yeah. but it's, like, it's one of those ones I've got in my collection that I know I will definitely play on and off oh, yeah. I'll definitely yeah. play that lots of times uh, Andrew said what's the topic well I'm going to reply uh, <laughs> it's going to be weird when he listens to this it is isn't yeah. it yeah as you're replying, I will uh, just read from this week's issue of 2018 <laughs> that I picked up today. Uh, Borag, oh man, I haven't read this in a while. I can't even pronounce the Mounty Thog's greetings. <laughs> oh man, um, I'll give you the the cliff notes. He's just sort of saying, "Call me the Mighty Flag Thog." Uh, he's a godhead, apparently, um, at the helm of this awe-inspiring sci-fi anthology. He's written SF, but I know he means sci-fi. <laughs> which is in itself a contra- contraction of science fiction so there's actually I've expanded on a contraction but yeah. not to its fullest possibility so yeah. I've done three I, I, I once watched a quiz show yeah where a guy's specialist subject was sci-fi yeah he kept pronouncing it sky-fi <laughs> but it was his, it was his specialist subject and he couldn't even say it properly <laughs> do you think you've been sponsored by Sky TV oh maybe yeah <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? it's like when people say Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi? It's not Wi-Fi. It's, it's Wi-Fi. It's Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah, I'm not having any of that. Get out of there. <laughs> but surely that's like a joke, right? Because it's like Wi-Fi, right? No, I don't think so. I think some people actually call it Wi-Fi. Unless they're doing it disingenuously to wind me up. Which is Maybe. It's not beyond the realms of possibility. When the world is against you, Tom. It is, isn't it? Really, yeah. it really is. <laughs> but I've got my board games. <laughs> <laughs> I've got 2000 AD. That's it. That's all you need, man. That's all you need. Good um, stuff in this week's one. <laughs> <laughs> You talk for a bit. I'm going to read this. All right. <laughs> well, to say what we've been talking about, uh, what we've been pl- like doing nerd-wise, like mm. painting toys. Uh, what else have you been up to? Anything good? I went to Oxford for the weekend. Oh yeah. Home of Thirsty Meeples, the board game cafe. Oh yeah. Uh, really good experience. If anyone's in Oxford, go. It's uh, you get a table. It's six pound a head, uh, but the staff there are amazing. Like they'll actually spend a bit of time with you and, and figure out what you want to what you want to do and they'll you know they made a real effort with us because I was saying oh I've played that I've played that mm. they made a real effort to, to give us something we hadn't played before you know and like that's really good yeah, yeah yeah no yeah. I'd like, I've heard I've heard of Thirsty Meeple before mm. um, I heard it's a good one really good a, shop yeah we went to um, one in Edinburgh last year we did we, indeed uh, we yeah. as a couple actually couple, we went yeah. to a games hub in Edinburgh yeah which is really cool I really enjoyed uh, games hub we yeah. a couple of times didn't we yeah. really good selection that one's less sort of hands on but yeah. again you pay less for it I think that yeah. one's probably about three or four quid yeah I think about three quid to yeah. go and sit and play yeah. and they just sort of let you take your pick that yeah, yeah. really really good selection really, yeah and the other yeah. one was a sixes to hit which isn't necessarily really a cafe it was more of a, a game shop and place to go and play miniatures games that had like a, 
a, a cafe attached sort of thing. That is where I bought my first set of enforcers. Yeah, you're right. I bought yeah, a yeah. starter set of enforcers there. Yeah, yeah. I um, I bought a, a, a big mat for a for Dreadful. You did indeed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll definitely go back there this year. Oh, I'm, gotcha. I'm enjoying the rise of the board game cafe immensely. I think it's a really good thing, and people should support them. I, I, couldn't, they, I uh, couldn't agree yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. If there's one locally to you. Then definitely it. use it, and yeah. you know, at any point there might not be one now. But, but if there is, support it. <laughs> no, I agree because uh, yeah, definitely. Um, well, I think it's if you've never even played like a board game, yes, or anything. Or, you know, you might have played like uh, you know Monopoly or whatever. Go, just I think it's always nice to go and try. Yeah, like uh, something like you know, I think they're less inaccessible now. Like stranger board games yeah. sort of, if anything a lot of like sort of more specialist board games as they say are easier to play than stuff like Monopoly oh def- Monopoly is shit isn't it <laughs> yeah, like, we spoke about this however we sorry alright <laughs> well let's pick on another one what's another shit board game well what do you think of Risk I um I haven't played it since uni but I did like it when I played yeah, it yeah Risk's alright I always find it's a bit like it wouldn't be one I'd play a lot no if there was people who aren't into gaming and they wanted to play something and they wanted to play risk i wouldn't like you know no be sad no i think it's it's there are better games that do that job i think if you look yeah. a bit further yeah, yeah, you know definitely. because risk is probably probably doesn't need to be as long as it is no. you know because you reach a certain point that's a stalemate and then it's just grinding from yeah, there yeah, you know exactly. yeah there are other um, games that do that job other, or do you know what game i really like which is a sort of a you know a, a normal person's game is a guess who yeah, I do like Guess Who. Guess Who is oh, I, I genuinely yeah. do like Guess Who. Um, it's yeah, because it actually you've really got you've got to think. I mean, there, the, the thing is, there is there is like you know, as soon as you say, is it a man or a woman, or That's is it fifty percent of the board? Yeah, I know. Right? It's yeah. Just, yeah, but... <laughs> When we used to play that in university, we were really pretentious. Uh, I've carried that on. Well, when you were, but, when you were uh, acting school, you I were was, pretentious. I was even more pretentious. Well, we used to call it. We used to call it existential guess who and say things like, does, "Does your person look like they might have an affair when they get into their fifties?" And <laughs> does yours look like they're struggling with their identity of self? <laughs> oh, Andrew's reply. Go on. I, well, I put we were talking about Mantic games and spoke yeah. about Pax Romana. Um, he put quality. Maybe my suggested topic is game length. Get with it. Oh, we've been that for ages, Andrew. Andrew. Where have you been, Andrew? And the advantages of long games. Fucking hell, Andrew. Listen up. <laughs> I know, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, let's read the other rest of the message. <laughs> um, disadvantage of miniatures in role playing games alright that's good oh, we've not spoke about disadvantage that disadvantage of miniatures the, the, the yeah. advantages and disadvantages what do you think of that then Tom we've, cra- spoke about, we've mentioned playing with miniatures in, in role playing games before um, but let's, yeah, yeah let's get in on it ok so uh, I think that miniatures are very very good in role playing games I think yes. they're sort of a given at certain circumstances you don't always need them throughout the whole game. No, but you do. I, combat, yeah, it's combat. Yeah. I really think you need them because I think I think so. I've played games. I've never DM'd a game where I haven't used them for combat, right. but I've played games where we haven't used them at all. Mm-hmm. I like it. I just don't like it as much as having yeah. the miniatures on the board. You I know? Um, when I'm role playing, I rarely use miniatures. Really? Uh, yeah, rarely. Um, I normally just have a bit of paper drawn out. You've got like draw a map and you draw where you are, and it's... but see now that's the, the thing is to me that's the same thing as having miniatures. It is, I definitely agree. Yeah, um, 
the like I don't know like um, like uh, disadvantages of it. I guess it's uh, it takes away a lot of having it in your imagination. Um, yeah, you know, it's sort of uh, if you've got a character there that looks a certain way, and you've already got a, a, an element taken away of what you're imagining because you know your your miniature. Yeah, that it looks like that. Whereas I, in your head, it might look different. I will agree with you on that because on the games that I've played where we haven't had mani- managers, miniatures, <laughs> managers. <laughs> miniature managers, yeah. where we haven't had miniatures, I've got much stronger sort of images in my head yeah. of that game. Whereas exactly, with the minis, yeah. what I remember is looking at the map. Yeah, you know? exactly, So I definitely yeah. see that point. As someone who occasionally DMs, the thought of running combat without miniatures. I don't think I could do that fairly because there's always going to be an element of fudge, isn't there? When you're DMing, you're always going to be doing that. Whereas, yeah. like, if you if someone says, "Oh, am I in range?" and you turn around and go, "No, you're not." What have you got to back that up? You know, you're the just, DM. You're the I, you're God. Yeah, you, I know, you. I know. But it feels sort of like I don't know. To me, I would rather have some something on a map, whether that's miniatures or whether that's just marking yeah. crosses, to say you're there, there, there. That's what you've got. You know, in combat situations, anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think it depends on the game and yeah. depends on who's like you know who's DMing or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I see both sides of it. I've I've only played a few where I've used miniatures. Actually, I don't know if I played any. I don't know if I've ever used miniatures when role playing. Actually, thinking about not it. at all, not even no. during combat. No, I can't even think of a time when I have. I must have. Wow. I wanted to do a. Um, I've got a friend who's who's really into miniatures gaming, but doesn't like he doesn't play card games because he likes miniatures he doesn't okay. play he's never played a role playing game and I wanted to run a Judge Dredd game with him yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. because I know he's got a load of Judge Dredd miniatures and he really likes Judge Dredd and I thought we could do it using miniatures and sort of show him how role playing works yeah, so we could get into it that. that's yeah, my yeah. plan anyway I've seen I'll just text Andrew see what he thinks about me <laughs> we're <laughs> sort of we've got playing. a special guest this week yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. silent Andrew well <laughs> you're reading his words I guess I so. am, yeah. you can make him say whatever you want though He's just text saying, I think Rob is gorgeous. He um, has verified he said that. Oh, yeah. Andrew. I am wanking as I write this. I am wanking as I write this. This is sort of deteriorating. It really it? has, isn't yeah. it? That's fine. Uh, we probably should have done top five, shouldn't we? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to do one now? Um, no. Top five <laughs> numbers in numerical order from five to one. I reckon six would be my number two. <laughs> um, yeah, we've sort of gone on quite a few tangents today. But we did sort of go. I think we'll talk about Mantic Games. We've done a bit of that. We've done a... Yeah, I think we else can talk about Mantic Games. I like them. I think they're good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think what happened. The problem was, yeah. I came over with the intention of, of recording a podcast, and then we and we played. We just played Dead Zone, Dead Zone instead. Yeah. So the lesson to be learned from this is Dead Zone destroys your ability to podcast. Yeah. So there you Which go. in many ways is probably a good thing. <laughs> My stomach just made a weird noise there. Um, I don't know, it depends. Is Rupert Murdoch involved in Mantic in any way? <laughs> Maybe this is his way of taking if, down the podcast. If he is, I would be really upset. I've given Mantic yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. I suppose I'll probably give Rupert Murdoch quite a lot of money. I'm rubbing with Simpsons my stuff. together in <laughs> the style of money. You yeah. can hear that, look. It's just rub- rubbing his dry <laughs> penis against his inner thigh. <laughs> Uh, the international symbol for money. Money. Yeah. My dry, dry, <laughs> itchy, flaky penis. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Um, 
<laughs> Any new releases coming up? What do you mean, like uh, in the world of games? World of games. Oh, mm. oh yeah. Ooh. Um, there is. Well, actually, I don't know if it's. I think it's come out already, but I really want to play Nitwit, Matt Leacock's yes. new game. Yes, yeah, they yeah. had that on the shelf at Thirsty oh, Maple. Did they? What? We like didn't a, play it. A demo game or a like, to buy or both? I didn't see it for sale, but oh, right. they, they did have a really good stock. Uh, well, good stock of. They had a really good stock of things to buy oh, as well. Yeah. So yeah, they might have had it to sell. Yeah, no, I, that, that looks like an interesting, like a word game yeah. where it's, it's based on Venn diagrams, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'm less into word games, especially something like Nitwit, because I feel like with Nitwit, there's not one right answer. No, exactly. And yeah. I'm less into that because there's always an element of like judging it around the yeah. table, and I prefer things to be very have, much like have, you win or yeah. you lose. Have you ever played Codenames? Yeah, Codenames is good. Yeah, Codenames yeah, yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've played Codenames with you. You have course. indeed. Yeah, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Codenames is a brilliant word game. Man, that's a that's a good one to uh, to get into. I found we played three games of it in a row once, and it was fairly like mind like blowing by the end. I just couldn't I couldn't think yeah, by I the bet. end after yeah. three games of it. But no, it's good. It's like that's a really simple game that plays in a couple of minutes, like well, a couple of you know, ten minutes or whatever. It's a big game, though, isn't it? You can't play that if you're just two people. You need like groups. No, you can you? play it with two. Yeah, there's like there's the yeah there's there's um uh, like a variant of it where um you have I don't know how it works now, but there is definitely a variant where you can play it with two players. That's I've, interesting. I didn't yeah, know that. No, you can yeah. play it with two. It does work quite well. I've done it with you. Can, we played it like that variant, but with teams. Mm. So there was like one person doing the like. No, when you have someone giving the clues, you have one person giving the clues. Yeah, and then the other person trying to guess, and then you have basically um, sort of an AI, I guess, like that covers up the the words. Oh, okay, that, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like a better, it sort of gives it a time limit. That's, well, that's cool. Yeah. What's the worst game you've played recently? Oh man, worst game. What about you? I've got one. Yeah, go on. Because uh, we were out and we were, you know, we'd just been playing. We normally buy. Couple of mini games yeah, yeah. like the start of the month or the end of the month, and uh, Caroline's got a really good streak for like picking games, not knowing anything about them, just picking them and turning out to be really, really good. She did not succeed this month. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she bought a game called Tenzi, which is um, it was a tube of forty d six. Yeah, and the game is it's the first player to roll um, all of the same number on all ten dice. Okay. So you roll, everybody rolls 10 dice to start, and then whatever number you get the most of, that's the number you're aiming for. And then the game from then on is just you're rolling dice, and it's the first person to complete that row of 10. That sounds crap. It's awful. <laughs> it's just not a game. There's like there's no interaction between yeah. the players at all. Yeah, that um, sounds good. Nothing. And like there's all these different ways of playing it, but they're basically just the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So that was a poor choice, but that was she broke uh, a long streak of picking good games. <laughs> yeah, trying to think, I can't really. Th- I always remember the good ones. I can't really think of any games I've played or I've just thought oh, that's not very good. Um, no, no, there definitely has been some at the games club where people have brought them and I've played them. It's not, they've not grabbed me. Like, Can you think of any? Oh, I can't. My mind's gone blank. Um, I, 
now I genuinely can't. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just That's a good thing. Your focus on the good ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think generally speaking, if someone's introducing you to a game, yeah, it's probably going to be all right, isn't it? Because it's oh, sort yeah, of like, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what I do think is overrated, though. Oh, go on. Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, I mean, it's fun if you're playing it with, you know, it's one of those ones if you had a few drinks and you had a load of mates yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But once you've played it a few times, you've played it. You know, exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's all right. So what game I find really overrated is Munchkin. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I can't get on with Munchkin. A lot it's of people a play boring, that game, like it? Munchkin, yeah. There's better games out there. Yeah, a lot better. Mm. Yeah, yeah not, a, not a fan. What did look good is the, the Ninja Turtles game. Oh, yeah, that does look fun. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to try that. It's, it's similar to the Imperial Assault I've got. Yeah. Which you, oh, oh, that's the Imperial Assault one. Uh, <laughs> but I'd like to play more of that as well, which is it's a good, fun game. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. I, I, that's that's uh, one I want to I wanna play is Blood Rage. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, I've heard of Blood game. Rage. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, that's, yeah. that's one that's on my list. Cool. Right, uh, thank you for listening. That was a bit all over the place, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really tired. Yeah, I think we're both, both tired. Thank you for your input, Andrew, but you haven't replied to my last text. So you, you've missed fault. your chance, mate. All you've Andrew's missed your fault. chance. He's probably like writing out a long message. Yeah, well. Well considered. <laughs> we'll just put that in the bin. <laughs> and it's not even like, we'll have to print it out to put it in the bin. So it's, yeah. extra, it's extra effort to go to, but that's, that's what we'll do. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, we'll do. Yeah, we'll do top five games next. Yeah, next, top five games of a particular thing. I think rather yeah. than just top five games, we'll do top five word games or top five d- 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 strategy games. Strategy games. games. Yeah, yeah, we'll cool. yeah we will. Uh, yeah, we'll have a think of that, and then so if that sounds like your bag, boom, have a listen. All right, cheers. See you Cue later. Outro Bye. theme. Bye. Bye. Thank you to Andrew for his impromptu. Uh, Cheers, Andy. Do you like being called him Andy? No, he won't like that. Sorry, sorry Drew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be a dick. Uh, I've met you. You're cool. I'm sorry, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs>